What's up? What's up with it? You're listening to the Bad Cow Podcast, where no cow is too big and no beef is too small. I'm your host, Lindsay May Be Bad. This show features adult content and adult language, so listener discretion is advised. I want you to do it to me, baby. What's up? What's up with it, everybody? Welcome to the Bad Cow Podcast Show. First things first, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to the returning listeners who came back, the new listeners who stopped by. You both chose to have me in your speakers today, and I really appreciate it. As always, I hope you enjoy today's badness. Here we go. All right, everybody. It's another episode for my Women's Wednesday series where I like to spotlight fellow female podcasters, tell you guys a little bit about their show and how you can listen to them and why I think they're great. And this week is no different. However, before I get started, I just want to take a second and pat myself on the back because I don't think I even realized how brilliant of an idea this was when I had it at first, but now I just realized the sheer genius that is within me. Off the charts. This entire series of Women's Wednesday originally started out as just a way to, you know, promo girl power because women rock. That's how I feel about it. Because that is, I still very much feel that way. However, there's been a lot of benefits and a lot of positives that have come out of doing this that I didn't really expect. So go me. One of the positive things that's come about this is I've been forced to, you know, listen to other podcasters, which is not something a lot of podcasters do. We don't really listen to each other's shit. We got enough going on with ours. But you know what? There's a lot of benefits in listening to how other people host their show, how a lot of other people sound on their show, a lot of different features people use on their show with sound bites or guests. It's really educational. I highly recommend other podcasters do it. But listening to each other's shit not only gives us a chance to maybe add or, or subtract a few things from our show, but if we feel like being a nice person, we can go ahead and give the host that we listen to a little bit of feedback. That's what I like about it. I also like that it's shown me a benefit of technology and social media, which I didn't realize was there. I was very anti-social media and very anti-technology for a long time. It took me a minute to, to even get a Facebook. I was one of those people that was like, no, VHS is here to stay. You need this goddamn DVD shit, you know? That was me. It, I have to really... Be forced out of one technology before I enter another one. And just stubborn. It's probably because I'm stubborn and I don't understand it and I don't want to learn it. But then I'm stuck not knowing how to instant message somebody because I don't know what all these buttons are. And, you know, I'm basically behind the curve with technology. But this, the podcasting and the networking that has taken place because of the podcasting has opened my eyes to see what an awesome part of technology it is that we can meet and connect and come to know people on different continents that we would have never met or, or known of their existence otherwise. You know, this, it's like pen pal on crack having this technology where we can just instantly connect and instantly communicate with each other. All these people that I've done reviews for, I mean, one of them lives in my state, but that's one out of, what, the six now or five? There's different states these people are in, and the person I'm going to talk to you about today is on a whole different continent, which I just think is awesome. It's about, like, social media and technology are such powerful tools, and if we just use them for good and not for evil, it's amazing how far we can go, right? So, again, patting myself on the back. I'm the shit. Moving on. I think today is 
or the, the show I'm going to tell you guys about today is probably so far my favorite show that I'm going to review for a few reasons. Not that I don't love all the other shows that I've reviewed. They all have their strengths. They all have their high points. They all have reasons why you guys should listen. However, today's show is incredibly unique. It's exceptional in its topic, in its host, in its whole theme. It's great. It's super easy to listen to. It's hilarious. Uh, and it's all done by somebody who's only 15 years old. Let that sink in. The person I'm going to tell you about hosts a podcast and she's 20 years younger than me. Although that makes me kind of lightweight, feel some type of way. I'm going to get over it because she didn't make me feel any kind of way about it. I didn't even realize she was 15 because she's so mature. And she has such a just an awesome outlook on life in general. I think that's what it is about her that makes her seem not 15. Because when I was 15, I was so... I was just such an asshat, you know? Everything was important. Everything was serious. My hair, my makeup, boys, uh, all of it. I mean, I took life so seriously that I don't think I enjoyed it very much. I don't think I enjoyed life the way I should have until recent years. It's like I really had to fuck my life up to stop taking it so seriously and finally enjoy it. Which is kind of, it's kind of sad when I think about it, but it's also like better late than never. But this host, luckily, she doesn't have to do that because she's already living her best life at 15, basically at the same level of productivity that I am. And I'm just going to let that be uh, me saying something about how above average she is versus how below average I am. Okay, we're going to just do that. Anyway, so a little bit about her and her show. So this girl's name is Daisy, which is, is that not the cutest name ever? It's like the friendliest flower I can think of. So, of course, it just makes an adorable name. Her name is Daisy, and her show is called What's the Wheel Deal? And I didn't say that funny on accident. When I say What's the Wheel Deal, it's because it is spelt like wheel, like inventing the wheel, W-H-E-E-L. And her show is called that because she's clever, a clever girl, just like Jurassic Park. So she calls her show that because she is in a wheelchair due to spinal cord injuries that she was born with and later developed like a cumulative spinal cord injuries, right? So she's in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. And <clears throat> when I first kind of made the connection about that, about why her show was called that and what her show is about, of course, I instantly feel that typical standard, oh my God, good for her type of response, right? It's only natural if you have a heart, like if you're not a total asshole, um, you feel that way. So I gave her a listen and I was blown away. Not just because she's a girl in a wheelchair doing a podcast, but because she's hilarious. She is so funny. Her content is really useful. The things she says are really... They're so candid and so honest and so sweet. She's all those things without being offensive. She's from New Zealand, which is so cute. Again, Kiwi's up. And she, like I said, she's 15. She's been in the wheelchair for about 10 years, so over half her life. Math's not my strong point, but you guys get what I'm saying. And although she shares different stories about experiences she, that she has had being in the wheelchair, the different struggles that one might face and the awkwardness that comes with using things like public restrooms or traveling, she told, when I asked her why she started the show, what she told me, which was so funny, was she said, well, I really made it more for able-bodied people because they're kind of the problem. 
<laughs> and I believe it. God, especially in America, we are so self-absorbed where we just can't be bothered to make time or have patience with anybody. It's ridiculous. And I'm just as guilty of it, especially with the public restroom thing. That is one thing she touched on twice in a couple different episodes. Just if you are an able-bodied person, can you please not use that restroom anymore? And I'm so guilty of it. I use it all the time too. But when she's explaining to me, you know, the different levels of bladder control that somebody might have that's in a wheelchair or just how awkward they already feel having to use the public restroom, but it's really shitty, no pun intended, when you're in the restroom and you just keep feeling people come up to the door and jiggling it to see if it's unlocked, knock it off. Take your two able legs over to the stall that you can use and use it. That stall needs to remain open for people with disabilities. And I, for one, am going to make a point to make sure I don't do that anymore. I was never somebody who parked in handicap spots because that's just some dickhead shit. So if people could not do that, that'd be great. But the, the restroom thing I was totally guilty of. And although she's not real mean about us using it, she does kind of try to uh, make us aware that that's not cool. It can be very irritating. So that's more about what her show is about. Just how able-bodied people could be better. And how we could do more, how we can make things a little bit more accommodating, a little more accessible for people in situations like her. What's up? What's up with it? Okay, so for those of you who are new here, this is the part of the show where I insert a sponsored ad for my podcast platform, Anchor by Spotify, telling you how great they are for anyone who is thinking of starting a podcast. But fuck that. Let me explain. Anchor by Spotify offers paid sponsorships for shows that reach a certain amount of listeners. They call it an ambassador ad, and it pays dick. And not the good dick. It's that limp, soft dick that leaves you feeling used and unsatisfied. Then they really make you feel like a hoe when they tell you that your ad expired because you reached too many listeners. What the fuck? That's when they tell you try different monetization strategies, like asking your listeners to pay for subscriptions. How thoughtful of them, right? <laughs> Don't worry. I am not going to ask my audience to foot the bill in this fuckery. Because you see, whether or not my show is heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else, my hosting platform still gets promotion whether I have some asshat ambassador ad or not. So if this is the standard set by the industry, then think of me as a podcast pioneer who refuses to make pimping easy for these corporate bastards. Instead, I think I'll just shit on them in every episode I publish until I decide on a different platform to host from. <laughs> As always, thanks for listening, and uh, let's get back to the show. But also, her show is not solely focused on wheelchair anecdotes. It also talks about, she does like a celebrity fact of the day with this really cool soundbite voice change thing she does. I don't know how she does that, but she does it really well. She's just so cute and has such a great sense of humor. She makes jokes like um, how podcasting can be a little cringe occasionally. And that she feels like a walking meme. <laughs> um, and then she says, like, and if you like that joke, I'm also a stand-up comedian in my spare time. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just so funny. At 15, she's talking like this. Like, I so wish I had the attitude and the, the self-esteem that I have now or that she has now at her age. Where I'm sure she feels a great level of... of discomfort when you go in public and people stare kids probably point uh, she talks about this one incident at a golf course where she was really struggling to maneuver through and 
there was like 11 people, all separate parties, right? They were all couples that were kind of playing on their own little holes. And they all stopped and like just started staring at her. Nobody offered to help her. Nobody just like told the other person, hey, stop staring. Like they all just stared at her like it was some show for them to enjoy. Uh, that alone would have me so bitter and mad at the rest of the world. Like, if you see me struggling over here and you can't come help, at least the fuck you can do is not stare. That'd be great. Thanks. But she doesn't really get shitty about it. She understands, if nothing else. Like, I think she understands that for some people, it's not something they see all the time. So wanting to know more about it or wanting to be extra polite to her makes sense. She even admits to sometimes using her disability to her advantage, because why not? Why the hell wouldn't you? If you're, if you know, if you have to accept that as your way of living, I would totally use it to my advantage. And I love that she admitted that. Again, a very mature move of her. I really encourage you guys to check her out because she is so fun. I swear if this girl lived in California, we would be joined at the hip. Legit. I do plan on doing some kind of collab with her because she's just that awesome. And she she seemed to be on board with it. Um, she told me that her parents allow her to listen to cussing. So we're good there. Um, I just, I I really appreciate and value people like her because... Another thing she mentioned was <clears throat> being somebody who has to rely on society as a whole for a little bit extra support and help, that she's also a very giving person in return. She donated all her hair to Locks of Love, and not only did she just donate her hair, but she, like, shaved it off in front of her entire school just to make a statement, just to show, like, hey, I'm not only aware of my surroundings, but I'm also aware of how I can help other people. But a lot of people aren't like that. A lot of people don't ever give you just an extra five minutes, much less your whole head of hair. A lot of people don't even offer to help you when they see you struggling at a mini golf course. Like, it's unfortunate that our society is like that. And that's why I think people like Daisy are so special and so needed because it's not until we have that um, act played out in front of us. It's not until we have an example to live by or look at for guidance that we even really realize how much more we could be doing for each other. And I don't think people like this come along every day. And they definitely, definitely don't do podcasts every day. I mean, to top it all off, she likes basketball. She, you know, and she really makes an effort to do a lot of physical activities. She, like, wants to enjoy her life as fully as she can, which is something I think we all hold ourselves back from. Especially the able-bodied people like me who can't get out of bed if somebody smudged my nails, you know? If I can't find my matching pair of socks, if my hair didn't lay right after I got done straightening, fuck, day's canceled. Go back to bed. Goddamn world can't cooperate with me. <laughs> And I know not everybody is as, as extreme as me, but a lot of us are like that. A lot of us give up at the first sign of trouble where she, at 15, embraces it. It's, it's, too, it's something to be admired and envied, and it should be something that we all try to replicate in our own lives, to look at life without such a serious filter, you know? We'd probably enjoy it a lot more. I wish, I wish I had had the mindset that she has at 15. I almost wish I would have gone through whatever it is she went through just so I could live my life like that because she seems extremely happy. She's very aware of her situation and she's made her peace with it knowing that it's going to be how her life is. But it's like once you get past this whole wheelchair part of her, she's just an awesome person. Like there's so many great things about her that have nothing to do with her chair. But and I think that's something to take into consideration next time you might see somebody in a wheelchair and they're struggling I think it's better to ask if you can help them and then politely tell you, no, thanks, I got it, I'm, I'm capable, versus staring. Maybe don't jiggle the bathroom door next time you see somebody in the handicap stall. Why don't you just go to the other stall, you selfish bitch? Um, 
Oh my God, there's just so many great stories. And as much as I would love to break them all down for you in this episode, which I totally could, I, I would rather you guys go listen to her show. I don't think I'll have to do much convincing. I think once you hear her show, you're going to love it as much as I do. It's that good. It's hilarious. It's laugh out loud hilarious. Just her whole, just her whole style is, it's amazing. And it's unique. And it's unlike anything else I've listened to so far. I highly recommend it. I know you guys won't regret it. Please check out my girl Daisy's podcast. Again, it's called What's the Wheel Deal by Daisy. A little Kiwi New Zealander who's 15 and killing it. Legit. I just, ugh, I could gush about her all day. But instead, I'm just going to encourage you guys to go check it out for yourselves. And uh, I'm hopefully going to have her on the show soon. Or maybe I'll be on her show. I'm not sure how we're going to do it. But there will be a collab in the future because I really think this is like my soulmate carbon copy in New Zealand. Like she's my doppelganger as far as our personalities and our sense of humor go. I can't wait to work with her in the future. You guys will hear it on here at some point. Until then, please go check out her podcast. What's the wheel deal? All right, everybody. That about wraps it up for today. We got another one in the books. Thank you again so much for your listening support. I can't tell you how much it means to me. If you ever want to shout me out or come see what else I'm up to when I'm not in your speakers, feel free. I'm on Instagram at Bad Cow Podcast, Facebook on Bad Cow Podcast Show. And if you ever want to reach me directly, you can do so at badcowpodcastshow at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. See you next time. Bye.